and we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. It's going to be a fun show, as, as usual. There's not a lot going on, unfortunately, which is why the title is something that's not that significant or important right now, but, you know, we're just going to talk about it. Spelling them on the podcast right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to today. Sales. Yeah, exactly. I should, you know, I'd be like, you don't, actually, you, you know what, save trash. your money, save it's your horrible. money, don't get this. <laughs> um, that's how it would be, for real. But with me today, as always, is Mary Stowe, social media manager and host here at Destructoid. How you doing, Mary? I'm good. How's it going? Pretty good. And then with her is John Frischa, indie developer and managing editor over at The Escapist. How you doing, Jonathan? Just loving life every day. Good. Good. Love and life because uh, because like Better Call Saul just had an amazing finale. There you go. And then alongside him is Brett Larson, the King Daddy Dilf of the podcast. How you doing, Brett? Good, man. How are you? Pretty great. And lastly, but not leastly, is Greg Vargas, the streamer Hello. over at Dynamite Giraffe and the writer over at PC Invasion. How you doing, Greg? Actually, I'm doing just okay. I've got a bit of vertigo, man. It's weird. There's such a long, quiet pause right there. <laughs> Every I was trying to hide time. myself up, but I'm really tired. Greg, Once literally, again. I'm not even kidding. Every single podcast, I've went in on the audio version and scooted your response up closer to after I think I there, there has to be a delay. There has to be a delay. <laughs> it's always right there. That one edit every single episode. Greg's first time talking. It's well, like you know what, How are you? <laughs> but yeah, um, also, lastly but not leastly, is Eric on the ones and twos, powering the show with his supercomputer. You're awesome, Eric. Hey, and we love Blue. Yep. Thanks, Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if this is your first time joining, please hang out, talk video games with us in the comments on TikTok, on Twitch, on YouTube. We're everywhere, including audio platforms after the show is over. Definitely go subscribe and leave us a review, please. All right, guys. And there's Kitty Cat. What's his name again? Her name's Kyrie. <laughs> oh, her name. Yeah. Kyrie. I have, I have the same cat. Aw. This is great for audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they got to be loving this. <laughs> For sure. Like, just imagine any old cat. They're all yeah, great. Just any old cat. All right, guys, let's, let's talk about news and Nintendo. There's not a whole lot going on, like I said, but the first topic I wanted to get into was the topic of the show, which is Nintendo Switch Online. And we recently just saw that Wave Race 64 is coming to the platform and I'm very excited for it, because this is a game I played a ton as a kid. I, and I played Blue Storm on GameCube. I was totally into these. Uh-oh. Did we lose Brett again? He's Uh-oh. a frozen Uh-oh. monstrosity. Look okay. at his excitement. So, who wants to talk about current events? I think Biden signed <laughs> something today. No! Like, all gone. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you back? We heard Brett for like half a second there. Okay. There he is. All right, there you- we go. He's back. Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. There we go. Why did I disappear? It's always in the middle of saying something. <laughs> I don't know, anyway, but John started every, talking every about time Trump we talk and Biden, about... and we almost got in trouble there. <laughs> so anyways, back events. to Trump I, and Biden. <laughs> I yeah. could still hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me. That's the weirdest part. Yeah. Like, I just get cut off out of nowhere. All right. But, so uh, we yeah. left off at the Storm game on GameCube. Yeah, you, oh man, I loved Wave Race Blue Storm on GameCube. On both titles, on on Nintendo 64, the water effects were literally like mind-blowing. 
it was amazing back then. And then on GameCube, on in, in uh, Blue Storm, the water effects were amazing as well. I've always been a guy who loves water in games. Does, does, does anyone else love water as much as me in games? It's, it's hilarious you bring exactly that up because I remember um, as a kid, you know, back... Back when it came out, we didn't have internet. We didn't have videos to check out. We didn't have all we had is our monthly magazines that we would get in the mail or go to the grocery store and get one. And uh, at the time, I was not a Nintendo owner. I didn't have a 64. And I kept reading about this game. And and I always I always remember hearing or uh, uh, I, I remember reading them talk about how amazing the water looked in this game. And I was like, oh my god, I've got to see it. I want to see it so bad. Um, but I didn't have a 64. Uh, my, my cousin had it. So I had to settle jet mode on myself, which is like PlayStation's version of it, which is, it's all right too, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to play this for sure. But overall, you just had to settle for real life water, which is yeah, kind just, of boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Run through the sprinkler, that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> stupid stuff. <laughs> what a pretty limited time, gameplay. Not, not a lot of replayability. <laughs> Water and like foliage and like uh, lighting always like could kind of define like a generation, each generation. Like I'm always curious to see what it looks like because I don't know, for some reason in my head that that tells me like the generational leap. But then again, Nintendo has managed to do it on the Switch a number of times to make it look great, especially what was it? Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. People yeah, were just gorgeous when it came out. Yeah, it yeah. still actually looks pretty good. Paper Mario, the Origami King, has like some of the best water Yay. I've ever seen in a game, and it's such yeah. a random game too. But it has like just gorgeous water. Yeah, it's so good. I remember the first time I saw it, and yeah, Origami King. I was like, "This water is in this game." <laughs> like, <laughs> it feels almost out of place because it's so good. It <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and it's funny because the game has. It's like three different types of water, and it has like water that looks like paper, and then it has like another water section, and then it has like real actual liquid that is moving oh, around cool. on the paper. Um, what about yeah, that po- was a the Pokemon good series that have the recent ones had decent looking water? I think it looked look terrible like most things about those games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly don't. I don't. I don't remember what the water looks like if I'm being honest. But I remember like yeah. you're on it a lot. I just can't remember if it looked good. I just remember It must have not blue. been that good. Pretty much nothing yeah. about the latest Pokemon games visually looks good. Which we might as well just Why get into the comment, them? John. <laughs> Actually, no, let's save it because I want to talk a little bit more about Nintendo Switch Online and, honestly, uh, PlayStation. Because they are doing something very similar to Nintendo. They're adding classic games every month. But both companies, I feel like, are doing such a lackluster job at offering like enticing and great games from their classic catalogs like and i expected playstation since they just rolled out the subscription service to be a little bit more enticing and start adding like actual game like i don't even think they've added one ps1 game since it started right it's i know it's only been a few months Basically. since yeah, it, I, since it started right like it, yeah like the they, at the beginning they added some at like right mm-hmm. when it started but i don't think they've added right. any more since then like what why they they have they, they own plenty right yeah. yeah i haven't taken a look at the actual list in a long time so like i can't i can't give a whole lot of omg i can't believe this game isn't there but like you can probably do that for a lot of games in the sony library that are missing right now yeah. i, I <laughs> almost true. i almost feel like they are kind of drip feeding them because there's only so oh, many totally. memorable totally playstation 1 and playstation 2 games that people give a shit about 
So they're mm-hmm. like, you know, they, they could very well drop like a massive catalog of them, but then, you know, what, what would be the, how else would they entice people that, that left the service to, hey, we just added Dark Cloud 2 or whatever, even though that's already on there. You know what I mean? So yeah. it almost seems like it's, like it's done on purpose, which it very mm-hmm. well might be. Well, I mean, like, it's extremely obvious that Nintendo's entire MO is drip feeding, like, everything. Like, one Nintendo yeah, 64 yeah, exactly. game a month. A month. Every yeah, month. Yeah, only one. Sure, yeah. Like, I mean, there's sure only so many. The there's, there's a finite number of them, you know? know if they skipped a month they they've doubled up on um some things like okay genesis I mean, games and then another week like nintendo 64 but i but mean yeah. i just there are so many great n64 games that i would love on the service like any of the wrestling games like the oh, sports yeah. games oh, like try and get those licenses put blitz, games? Put oh, blitz on god. there come on the snowboard oh, kids on there like, oh my god it, it's not i wish it was 1080 what? like i feel like no, no like... i don't think 1080 is either and and those are Nintendo published, aren't they? Oh no, Silver Kids is was it SNK? I don't maybe, remember. Maybe Konami. Yeah, I never played it, so I don't. Dude, I loved Silver what's, Kids. What's the one? It's like WCW versus NWO. That yep, was one. That was a great there, one. Was, there was if like two added, or three of if those. They added, if they added the one I'm thinking of, me and my cousin would play that shit like on Saturday nights. I was like 15 <laughs> years old, just playing that. There was like, for there hours was World and Tour and Revenge. Does either one of them sound familiar? Revenge World Tour does. does. Maybe that, and maybe Revenge. They both Revenge do. Okay. I think N- well, the- WCW versus NWO, or wait, yeah, was on PlayStation, right? No, I think well, PlayStation there was, there was... had WWE games. I don't think they ever had WCW games. Well, it was WWF in those days. Let's keep it real. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was WWF. In my heart, then, it will yeah. always be WWF. I always hated exactly. that they changed it, oh, to be honest. Yeah. WCW by Yeah. That was back when I was, was big into it too. When they did the fucking pandas. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, like, uh, where are all these great N sixty four games on the service? Like, I I get that they're drip feeding. That's obviously the point. And like, Brett, you currently split it with me, and I'm worried that you're not yeah. gonna want to re-split it with me at whenever the year is up because I think it's coming up soon. Because I still like legitimately want to play a lot of these games, and I do like dabble in in a, in a lot of them just for like uh, nostalgia reasons. But I'm just waiting for like some of my all time favorites, like Pokemon Stadium and Snowboard Kids, like Greg said, and Mario Golf. Like I'm just I'm looking at a list right now. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. That's Microsoft owned, so they might not be able to do that. But it, I mean, I just feel like they're missing some some great games. T- uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, like the classic version. Like mm. get that on there. Why not? Like, try and get the licenses. Uh, uh, like, just just work it out with Activision. Figure something out. Classic Resident Evil Two would be awesome on there. And it's would, interesting those, in general. Those, those because... are the type of games that I feel like would I would love to see. Like classic RE Two. Um, the N sixty four version specifically was very interesting because it it barely even fit on the carts because the game was so big. I think it it's literally incredible that they got it on a cart. Yeah, I think yeah. it literally fills up every single space possible on the cart. <laughs> Um, that's what I right. read or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I get that like they have to drip feed because all they're really working with is like first party stuff. But right. man, I would love if they could like talk to Activision or try and figure out who has the rights for some of these like companies that went out of business and stuff and get some actual like interesting and not fully that's... all popular games on there that I would love to play. That's what I wonder sometimes is is uh, so many of these teams and studios don't make games anymore so i wonder how easy it is for them to just 
like make an agreement to say, uh, 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 how hard would it be for them to just contact these people, even though the company's dissolved or that studio is dissolved or whatever, you know? And someone holds the rights, I'm sure. Yeah, you know what I wonder? It's like, why don't they just do like a like poll, like pull their fans and like, you know, what do you want coming? Nintendo doesn't care what the fans want. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't like us. (laughs) They did a poll one time for Smash. Yeah, and then they lied about the results. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, wait, they didn't didn't say what we wanted them to. (laughs) Oh, smart business move? No. (laughs) But then they owed up about the truth like five years later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once they were able to give people what they actually wanted. Actually, I, just um, you all. I really like would love to see like Rush on there. Did, have you ever guys uh, played San Francisco Rush? Loved uh, that game. Yeah, yeah. Cruising yeah. wasn't Cruising USA also. Uh, RK yeah, I think it's, it's uh, by the same studio, I believe. But uh, yeah, like that was also on N sixty four. Um, oh, uh, uh, Diddy Kong Racing's not on there probably because it has Microsoft owned characters in it. Um, that seems like a good candidate to be added eventually, though. Yeah, like, th- I, like, I bet they'll work it out. That definitely sounds more likely than WWF No Mercy, as much as that sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Doom 64 is not on there. Mar- uh, uh, Pokemon Stadium 1 or well, 2. Probably won't be, since you can actually buy that one. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's on the eShop. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. They they have like the Sega Classics on the eShop, but then the, you yeah. can also get them through the Sega Genesis app. It's weird. Yeah. That is a bit of a gray area, but since we're on that topic, everyone should buy Sega Genesis Classics. Like that is one of the best <laughs> deals you can get in video games like anywhere. So many iconic games that you can buy for, like for dirt cheap because it's on sale all the time. So like Yeah, totally it is. I've been tempted every single time to buy it when I see it on sale. Uh, there you go. Rogue Squadron's not on there. Uh, Banjo, it's Microsoft once again, but that's not on there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're totally drip feeding. Like it's obvious, but I just wish that they were, it could be a little faster. And 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 uh, when the games do finally show up, I wish they could be better games. Sort of like how Wave Race. Like, why did that take so long? <laughs> like, why wasn't that there at launch? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a mystery. It's like they were, I, they picked the randomest games for the SNES online. But then yeah, when it comes do. to like weird games that on the sixty in the sixty four library that really that actually matter, like nah, nah. Like I would <laughs> probably play like Mario Party two if it if it had like online features with uh, Switch Online, like that would be awesome. So the there was like data mining that was like, gosh, I want to say it was like the end of last year, and like according to the data mining, it claimed that like possibly all three Mario Party games are planned to come eventually. That would be mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they're online. Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right, yeah, especially if they're online. So, I don't know, I guess we'll stay tuned. But, like, see, for me personally, because, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have as much... I really like Nintendo 64 a lot, and I liked it more than the GameCube, if, for whatever weird metric that is. But, like, I'm personally just more excited by, like, Mega Man The Wily Wars on, like, the Genesis lineup. Because I just love Mega Man, like, this weird esoteric crap. Like, those are the niche games that get me excited. Like, Switch Switch Online is the only place in the world where you can legally play Star Fox 2 and Mega Man The Wily Wars. That's kind of special. Don't forget about the SNES Classic. That has Star Star Fox 2. 
Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't have Mega Man the Wily Wars. That's my point. These two okay, yeah, super right, weird-ass right. games you can only play on this service. Yeah. Also, I have to um, shout out Tetris 99. Like, this is a game I totally forget is a part of Nintendo Switch Online. And I forgot that. And my wife literally plays it every single night. Like, every <laughs> night she plays it. It's the only game she plays, aside from, like, Halo with me sometimes. But... She's insanely good, and I, I was, like, thinking to myself, like, do I really need to, like, subscribe to the service? And then I remembered, oh, wait, she wouldn't be able to play this if, if I didn't sub to it, so I might as so well. I have your to. marriage depends on maintaining Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically. If you want this marriage to continue, I need my Tetris 99. <laughs> the pieces all fit together, man. Get it? Yeah. Get it? Oh. Ah, oh, yeah, I see what he did there. I see what he did there. I've been John yeah. Frischer. Good night, everybody. The, the, sad part, the sad part is is she has gotten second dozens of times dozens and has never gotten first ever and she's been playing this for years no. oh, it's years. hard man it's hard you always get screwed man. and yeah it's it's freaking insane like when i'm watching her play i'm like i can like you're so much better than me i can never do this it just gives me anxiety like and, once yeah, it starts I, getting really fast i get too much anxiety and i'm just i'm done <laughs> like, i played it once my anxiety spiked and i never played it again yeah. <laughs> i i played it once for like maybe i don't know an hour or something and at the end i was like all right this was kind of fun but at the same time i'm spiteful so i deleted it and i never touched it again what was up with it? I, they did the Mario 25 game or 35? Yeah, I was just about Greg, to bring that up. 35. You yeah. loved that, Greg. I was watching you play. You were it. really good at it. And they just straight yeah, up took it off and it's gone forever. Like, that's so, that's so weird. I was, I was, I was going to bring that up because I was bummed when they took it away. And, like, I've gotten I, – I, I know I've won at, at Tetris 99 and at Mario. And I was getting, like, good where I was, like – sometimes I'd get, like, you know – two or three matches where I'd get number one, but like, you know, you start, I liked how it was much more like about the strategy of it than the actual platforming, even though that was like an important part of it, but just, I don't know. It was like fun. Like one of those like games a reason like to have the service, like, and then just, took yeah, it, off. it like scratched it, that itch that I was looking for, especially like jumping into, you know, I want a quick multiplayer game I want to play against other people I want to feel like I accomplished something and you know i'm not going to sink hours into a game to get that and when i could you know do that for you know 10 20 minutes at a time yeah yeah i don't know why they would make an entire game and it like work and it's like functionally a good game like, too like really solid like i enjoyed it i wasn't as good as greg but i still enjoyed it and then it's just gone like it's straight up gone forever like Come on, bring it back, Nintendo. Give that was having these like exclusive online focused games on uh like on the service. That that like will get me to sub more. Like keep yeah. keep on bringing them. I, I can't believe that Tetris ninety nine isn't it still exclusive to the Switch Online, or is it on phones now? No, I I think it's still exclusive it's because just, uh, they're uh, they're yeah. constantly doing like these new monthly themed events still. Yeah, like mm -hmm. it has to be making money. Or else Definitely. they wouldn't they wouldn't bother with all of this, yeah. But yeah, I just think it's interesting. Like they did it they did it once at the very start. Like that came out early on in, in the in the service's life. Yeah. And then they did it with Mario thirty five and then they never did it again. <laughs> and well I, there's I uh know. there's Pac Man ninety nine. Oh yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played that one. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't either. even seen that actually. 
It's almost, is there, it's almost really? like it hasn't gotten as much marketing either. I haven't even seen it. Probably on not. Long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I need to show this to Amanda and see if she would be interested. I don't even think she knows about it. I forgot about it. I, I was never in a to enhance your marriage. That could marriage. be kind of fun, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it to the next This level. is how you spice <laughs> it up. We, we, we took a big step this last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go on to the next topic. Speaking of Pac-Man, there's a Pac-Man movie that's potentially in the works, and it's being executive produced by one of the producers over at Sonic, those movies. Um, this wasn't on the list, but it just came to mind because we were talking about Pac-Man. Um, and I thought it was pretty interesting because I just don't see how they're going to do a movie around this character. Like, he, he doesn't have a personality or really anything to him. He, doesn't, he, like, he didn't even have a face for a while. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He just he, he just was a shape that opened and closed for a long time. And then yeah. all of a sudden they gave him eyes and, a, like, a cute mouth. And Oh, body. wait. Did, did Pac-Man always have a face, like, on the side of the arcades, just not in the game? Well, he I had like remember. that hawk I mean, he, shape. He had like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it would, the shape would open. But it wasn't like eyes or anything. No, not okay. on the originals. No, I didn't. I didn't know if it was like on the arcade, but not actually in the game. No. Um. But yeah, Mary, any well, thoughts on a Pac-Man movie? He did, he did actually have a face, I think, in the beginning. Oh, okay. But I don't think I originally. Don't yeah, I was just thinking, well, like, he what has would the eyes. What even be? Right. Well, I I think I think at, at one point John they gave him eyes, but like not in the like in the in the original Pac-Man games they didn't. Oh, no, but I'm talking about on the case on the on the arcade case. On the yeah, like not in oh. the game. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it doesn't know. look like it. Well, I mean, I, I'm yeah. looking at old arcades. Oh, he did. He yeah. He, he does on one of these. Yeah, he has a face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay, know. so maybe he had a face almost I mean, from the conception. <laughs> I mean, it's not really that big a deal whether or not he had a face. There's no, not a whole not. lot. To this. There's not a whole lot of substance. We need. We but... need the answers. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's so funny to think in retrospect because, like, I mean, we nobody nobody on this call is older than Pac-Man. So, like, yeah. we we've, we've all just. Greg. We, <laughs> I think I'm close, we, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm close. <laughs> but my point being, either way, we've all kind of always taken for granted that Pac-Man just is what it is. Like, we've never really reflected before on, like, so the lore of this game is there's a thing that never stops eating, and it's being hunted to by ghosts that are trying to murder it for some reason but sometimes it can consume these ghosts as well and that's the lore for the whole series i would love if this movie was like there was this movie with um who's who's the girl that played a uh, Catwoman? um not in the latest batman but in the trilogy Shelf what's Pfeiffer? her name Holly Bear. Uh oh, oh. Oh, no, Anne Hathaway. Uh, yeah, and, 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 yeah. Hathaway. and we were all correct. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I remember like in the movie, she was just like living her normal life. But then there was a monster that showed up on Earth, and it was just mimicking everything she did. So if she like walked to work, the monster would just be walking over cities and killing people, <laughs> and she had no idea that like she was the one causing all the havoc. It'd be cool if like someone's playing a Pac-Man game and then like coming from outer space, there's this giant circle that's just killing everyone, and they're trying to figure out like what's going on, why is this monster killing us, and then they have to find who's who's playing the game or something. I don't know, something silly like that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, I mean, I, whatever they end up doing, I hope they go full on like absurd cheese with it. Yeah, I don't think that they should well, make they him a character. Yeah, I think it should—he should literally be a, a giant circle, like how he was in that movie with Adam Sandler. 
Um, Could work. They, they should make it a horror movie. Like we are being. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's like a, a giant yellow terrifying. circle eating everyone. <laughs> I think most likely, though, it'll probably end up being a bit um, like Pac-Man worldish, where like it'll just be the version of him that has arms and legs, oh, and yeah. like it's gonna be all cutesy. Yeah, he has a personality played by yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that goes without <laughs> saying. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Pratt. Chris voice. Pratt. That goes without saying. Yeah. But. I can picture it. Honestly, I pit, he Chris Pratt comes off to me more as Pac-Man than Mario. He does, yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah, because he used to eat a lot, and so, you know, he can get into that mindset of Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's tired of being in shape all the time. He used to be a chunky boy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so, well, congrats to Pratt for lining up his next I mean, role. I, I mean, I, I guess Mario's a chunky boy, too, so maybe that's why he played Mario. Yeah, he's got a belly. Mario yeah, can but this jump, is all... though. He's got hoop dreams. He's, hoop got, a, dreams. he's got a beer belly. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, uh, because you said Mario has hoop dreams, that DS game, uh, Mario Basketball 3-on-3, three three, or Mario Hoops 3-on-3, three three, that's, that's, that's actually what it's called. That game is the worst rubber banding I've ever experienced in any game ever. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, You'll be so far in the lead, and then in the last, like, 30 seconds, the other team will get, like, 50 points and pass you up. Like, no problem. They just, they just, it's insane how hard it is at the end, at the very end, not throughout the whole match. You're just, you're just doing threes the whole match. This is easy. No problem. The last minute, it's, it's death. You're just going to lose no matter what. And that game um, was, like, developed by freaking Square, wasn't it? I don't know. I used to, I had it. I, w- I wish I still had it. Mario, Mario Hoops Square. Hoops 3 on 3. Yep. Developer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Square Enix developed. Yeah. In house. In house at Square. Like, what? You never know. That's dope. I've never even heard of this game. <laughs> Dude, it's I actually really fun, it, but... but like I said, the rubber banding is insane. Very punishing. Ugh. But uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Pac Man. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> no one really cares. It's probably not even going to happen. <laughs> It's probably never going to come yeah, out. Let's, let, be, let's honest. be honest. It may not even ever happen. So. Yeah, just because you have nostalgic IP doesn't mean you should make a movie about it. I yeah. Agree. And Unless yet you there's just a battleship like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> a battleship. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in that movie, do they ever say, you suck my battleship? I have no idea, oh. but I would be shocked I hope if so they badly. don't. so <laughs> yeah. well, I, I want to see that. They're probably that like, part. if you want to say this in the movie, it'll cost you a million dollars. That's um, hilarious. But, but they yeah. have to say it all devastated, like, you suck my battleship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like um, that new movie, Prey, really, I feel like it's it opened the eyes to a lot of movie studios where it's like, you don't have to do the same thing all the time. Like, they straight up said, what if we just do a Predator movie, but set in a different, like, time period and just mix it up a little bit? Like, something that just visually looks interesting. And then the yeah. movie turned out pretty good, and it's been, like, viewed by, like, millions of people. So I just think... If, if, if you're going to do a Pac-Man movie, do something just totally weird and bizarre with it. Like, just, I, I don't know, just, like, think of something crazy. Like, a few, like it's a movie in the future, and Pac-Man is some type of evil guy. I don't fucking know. Just Let's just go to the but, next thing. <laughs> okay. I don't know, on that but, note, Prey's awesome. But yeah, I Prey, feel like Prey, was, Prey, was good. Prey was good. Yeah, Prey, they can, I, I feel like me... they can just slap a thing on it and make it for kids, and they'll go see it. Prey yeah. for kids? 
No, not no, pray, 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 pray. <laughs> pray for kids. I mean, pray for kids. <laughs> pray for those kids in particular after they meet Predator. Someone else said this, and I, it's it seemed like they might not have been wrong, but the movie itself isn't really that gory, except where they just decided to randomly throw in lots of gore that could have easily not been in the movie. Um, and I feel like there could have easily been like a PG-13 cut of the film. Yeah, potentially, but, uh, I, like I mean, Predator kills a lot of people in this movie in like a lot of ways. Like, you can yeah, tell that they made cool. their time just <laughs> having fun Predator killing things. But I don't For know. Sure. But yeah, you you could do a PG thirteen cut <laughs> of that movie. Like, I I don't really care one way or the other too much about gore. But of course, the Pac Man movie needs maximum gore. gore. Yeah, Pac Man's <laughs> got to be cut. We need an R rated Pac Man who cusses like, and he's like Deadpool. <laughs> Well, I mean, that inex- be, inexplic- inexplicably, you see him chewing the ghost, and there's blood exploding out of the ghost somehow. <laughs> That's what we need. These b- ghosts going, bleed. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, do you bleed? Waka 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 waka. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk about. Wait, I honestly couldn't remember. Did we talk about Hogwarts being delayed last week? No, we no I think it, it happened after. Oh, it? it happened after, yeah. Okay, it happened right after, and it was yeah. funny because the week mm. before that, we were like, we're just waiting for that delay, and then they're going to say yep. that the Switch version isn't coming day and day. And yep. what do you know? Lo and behold, <laughs> Switch version, we have no idea when it's coming out, and everything else has a release date. Well, actually, yeah. the Xbox One and PS4 also don't have release dates, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, nothing does. That is unusual. That usually doesn't happen. Like, yeah. We know PS5 series and PC, but now those middle consoles are well, like in between the Switch and and the big boys are uh, they're a mystery sometimes. Them. It, it it almost <laughs> seems like they're gonna do it, yeah, like a Gotham Knights where it was planned all along. I mean, if it's aiming for like, Switch like, hardware, I feel like yeah, it could easily run on Xbox and <laughs> PS4. I, yeah, yeah, I, could I bet, I bet they're gonna cancel that too. I bet they're gonna nah, cancel the, money on the, the PS4. Xbox One versions, and then move their teams to focus on the Switch version, just yeah. because that's more relevant. And there's more of a, uh, I guess, a, a current install base for the Switch rather than PS4s and and Xbox Ones. Yeah. What Eric? I was just reading what Eric said. Yeah, Eric said the Switch cloud version. And honestly, I've I've been expecting that announcement the whole time that it's going to be a cloud version. I feel like they would have said that by now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, they would have by now. But I'm shocked. How are, how is this going to get the game? Looks stunning. Switch? Like visually, it looks, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. I'm sure like, it's going to be a large game. You know, like how is this going to work? Like, well, I mean, I joked about this before, and I still like kind of stand by it i imagine like the harry potter games from playstation 2 i imagine it just looking like that on the switch like that's yeah. the switch version no i just think it's gonna look i honestly think I, i'm not sure what like engine it's running on but maybe it's an engine that's like very nice to the switch hardware so maybe that's why it's like okay this is actually possible is. we we cut down the resolution we cut down the frame rate and then it's a lot more blurry but hey it's it's running natively um, sort of like how that game version of Unreal Engine, apparently. That game of uh, Vampire was on Switch, and or Vampire. I don't know, I don't know how you pronounce yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. that was surprising that that was natively on Switch, and it just it looked fine, but it was just blurry, and I, I don't know. They might be able to do the same thing with Hogwarts, but man, I'm currently uh, rewatching all the Harry Potter movies, and I'm way more excited for Hogwarts Legacy now. Like, I 
didn't really give the Harry Potter um, um, like movies as much credit as like how good they are at world building. Like it's such an interesting. It's kind of like an RPG world. Like it has so much lore to it, and I can't wait to actually play an RPG in that world. Like it's gonna be really cool. And I really hope that a lot of the design choices in terms of the level design around Hogwarts, I really hope it's based off of the films. Um, I'm not sure if they're, if they're going to do their own thing or if it's going to be, a, or if they're going to try and do like one to one, like some similar elements as the films. But uh, I want to explore the version from the movies, like that that Hogwarts, because it looks so cool. Um, anyone else have any more thoughts on Hogwarts being delayed? Greg, Brett, John, Mary. <laughs> Better I'm be not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots, yeah. Lots of games are getting delayed lately. Speaking of delays, Midnight yeah. Suns. Did we talk about that one getting delayed last week? I don't remember. Nope. I think okay. that happened afterwards. Okay, you yeah. You praised it. Midnight Suns is being delayed. Did they delay the Switch version uh, further? I can't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. Like Two <laughs> games that I honestly did not even expect to come to Switch, but... Still sad that they're not day one. Yeah, I mean, eh, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Next, <laughs> all right. Next up, <laughs> no one here plays Fortnite, but I have been seeing a lot of videos about what's going on with all the anime characters. It's anime week over in Fortniteville, and I gotta say, visually, a lot of it looks pretty hilarious. Like seeing these characters run around like army men animations. Like, it just looks funny to me. Like, seeing Goku yeah. run like a typical army guy. It just, I don't know, it just comes off, like, weird looking. Yeah. Um, but, but one thing I was curious about, I keep seeing people use a Kamehameha in the game. Is that like a limited yeah. time mode? That's an item. Oh, it's a new oh. item. Yeah. So this is one element, because, I, because I'm used to talking shit on, on Fortnite, because it's just skins. Like, I don't care. Who, who gives a shit? Chain, right. like... Do, do something interesting with the game. I really like what they did with Spider-Man. They added an actual Spider-Man like web shooter thing. And then now this, they actually added like a Kamehameha wave. So that's really cool too. So I got to give it uh, uh, some credit where it's due. Like I really love that they're actually implementing not just skins, but actual mm. gameplay changes and features in the game. Yeah, yeah I've and seen a they, couple clips too. They created uh, like whole areas of like the world to like put in the game. Like yeah. the there's a cruise ship a cruise ship from Dragon Ball Super you can visit in this game and you can watch full episodes of the Dragon Ball Super show like on the cruise ship, which is really? kind of wild. Yeah, there it is on screen. And uh, there's also just like I forget what they call it like a Dragon Ball Adventure Island or something like that. Like it's just like a bunch of random Dragon Ball locales. Like huh. it's it's not phoned in like I was expecting. It's actually pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, I did watched, think it was like, cool how like a... what uh, <laughs> you guys both talked. No, I was no, I was gonna say before uh, John that uh, I saw like uh, someone finish off and get a victory royale using the Kamehameha, and then there was another scene where someone was Vegeta and someone was Goku, and they were the last two fighters, and then they had like this big battle, and you could see their beams meet in the center of the screen. I was like, that's <laughs> sick. That's a, a, enough for me to to that it brings some value to it. Yeah. Wait, can you fly around? Did I just see him flying? Um, there's another item for I think I think it's the cloud. I think it's yeah. an item. Oh, Nimbus? Yeah. Well, and, that's awesome. Uh, if you collect all the Dragon Balls by doing quests, I think you can get like a Shenron glider, I think. Huh. Yeah, I was say I saw that, I think, in one of the yeah. clips. 
Yeah, so you have to like put in work to get Shenron. That's cool. That's so cool I, that I was I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised to see that it they kept it looking like the Dragon Ball Z art style. Like it looks like anime. Like, be, be, usually, yeah. all the characters they bring over, they give that Fortnite look, that Fortnite touch to it. But like this, looks like it was pulled straight out of the one of the cartoons. It, it, I thought that was really cool, even though this doesn't me appeal at all. I, I thought that was cool that they kept that same art style from the animes. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's always just interesting being on the outside and seeing this like mega popular game just keep actually trying different things because we've seen over the years like a lot of franchises like I mean like Call of Duty to be honest like obviously every game is different but they don't really change like core gameplay mechanics very often they did it with the EXO movement in Advanced Warfare and then the wall running in in two games after that and then they never made those types of changes ever again they just stuck with what they know. Um, whereas Fortnite, it just goes like buck wild with all types of changes and things that like really shake up the gameplay. That that like it's kind of cool because they can test it and see how people feel. Like the no build mode, it's like a huge hit. Like, what do you yeah. know? People don't like building, and the game's way better without it. I think it's such a um, such a weird comparison though. Like Call of Duty brought in Godzilla, and then you know Fortnite yeah. brings in all these iconic characters that it just like fits. And then whereas like. Just seems like Call of Duty is struggling to to bring something worthwhile, but doesn't want to, I don't know, like change the gameplay or have any movement from their games, like you were saying, outside of of general boring Warzone, which is one of the reasons, besides like, hacking, you know, that I stepped away from it. It's like a dream of mine that, like, an actual dream, because I adored three multiplayer games that were Call of Duty, and they it's. It's whenever they did um, Advanced Warfare. They had the EXO movement where you can dash back and forth and you can double jump. Loved it. I, that was the first Call of Duty I actually like really played a lot of online. And then uh, Black Ops 3 with the wall running and uh, Infinite Warfare with the wall running. It was like a ton of fun. And uh, I, I, didn't, I wasn't fully into Titanfall just because it didn't feel like Call of Duty to me. So when Call of Duty did it, I was like, man, this is like really good. I hope they never change it. And then after Infinite Warfare, they never went back. And that was like so long ago now. They've like they've done like eight games since then, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of sad that like they're stuck in like doing the same thing over and over. That said, I'm still pretty excited for Modern Warfare 2's campaign. Um, I guess somebody has to be. Yeah, I mean, I think look, the multiplayer is probably gonna be fun too. Like just for like a week or so, like I usually do. But Paul's uh, so good. Well, while we're while we're still on the topic of. Fortnite, though, is something I mentioned in our chat earlier. I'm curious what you guys think now. Of, like, how do we compare what Fortnite has become compared to, like, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in its final form? Two properties focused, like, singularly on, like, cross-brand promotion and whatnot. Like, how, how would you compare these two weird entities now? Like I was saying before, for me, I, I didn't have much respect for Fortnite because it was like, it's skins. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. With Smash, you get a new character that fights totally different, typically. not Unless you're a Fire Emblem character. But they typically fight, like, way differently. You get, like, new levels. And it, it, can, like, it can change the whole dynamic of the game just by introducing a character. Whereas Fortnite, you introduce a skin, wow, nothing changes. But, like I was saying, with recently them actually doing things where the gameplay's being, like, shaken up. Like, that's actually cool to me. Um, and I'm sure sooner or later they'll do something that I actually want to play, like, that I actually want to check out. I'm just still not very interested, but it's just not my style of game. 
But uh, Greg, Mary, what do you guys think? Brett? Hello? Uh, no <laughs> All right, How do you well guys then... compare Smash and Fortnite? <laughs> All right, I'll give my rant then. Okay. So between the two, like, I I actually look at Fortnite with, like, increasing disgust in a way. That, and it's actually, despite me saying this incredibly hostile thing, I actually, I, I don't have anything against the game itself, in theory. And I'm sure the gameplay is great. I've never played it. I'm not going to comment on the quality of the gameplay. It must be good if that many people are playing it. I don't know. Like, if you enjoy it, that's great. But, like, what it's become is, like, it feels like this, like, pop culture slurry with, like, no substance and, like, everything's just been, like, poured into a vat nonsensically and it's like here's the thing it's full of stuff that you recognize enjoy it because it's that thing you like with that other thing you like that means it must be good and like that's that's like marvel yeah yeah i mean to to an extent yeah but i mean like that's what fortnite is it's like it's promotion for the sake of promotion like it's there to exploit every ip on earth for more money and there's like there's not even like a consistency to the types of IP. It wants to be all the IP, all the time, yeah. everything dumped yeah. into a vat. Whereas with Smash Brothers, Sakurai's always had this vision of like, well, in the beginning, of course, it was just let's put all the Nintendo characters together. And then once the vision expanded, once the budget expanded, and they could get these other IPs, then it sort of transformed into the celebration of video game culture in general. And Sakurai was always like well, like he said on several occasions, like we're never going to see Goku in Smash Brothers because this is not an anime game. This is very specifically about video games. It's a celebration of video games. And so, like, I appreciate that Smash has always had this vision. And it's not just characters there for the sake of being there. It's like they're all part of the celebration. They've all been crafted with this artistic hand for a specific purpose. And obviously, they're still making money off of these things, but it's something that like everyone involved can be proud of. That like, it's it's not this slurry. It's more like they're building a monument. So yeah. that's that's my spiel on that subject. My official yeah, rant. Um, to be honest, and I will say. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brett. No, I was just gonna say like, um, part of me like is fascinated by this new trend of these games that are bringing like all these clashing IPs that kind of make no sense being in in the same realm with one another. Part of it's like really cool because you're like, oh shit, there's Kratos, you know, and and he's on the same map as as uh, as uh, Master Chief or something random like that. But at the same time, like when you pull back, like it, it's kind of fucking stupid too. Like it kind of makes no sense. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, it, and it, I think it was fun and it can be fun. Um, but like the new game, for example, I was hearing someone talk about it. What is the multiverses? Mm-hmm. The new game, yeah. of, like, like sometimes I feel like it's, it's just like too much. Like you, you, you can be like, for example, like not literally, but you could have like Gus Fring and Arya Stark fighting like Tinkerbell, like. Like what the fuck? What are we doing here? You know, like I mean, it's, it's even dumber it, than that because you can be LeBron James. Yeah, you can be LeBron James <laughs> fighting Gus Fring, fighting Tinkerbell, fighting. Isn't fighting Gus LeBron like James also rumored? from a bad movie too? Oh God, if he yeah. is, that's horrifying. A bad movie that had a bunch of pointless crossovers. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and so yeah. like, so so I'm I'm kind of torn because part of it's like hilarious and like it's funny and you can see like these videos online and 
And it's funny, and I get, like, the appeal, but at the same time, it's like, is this going to be everything now? Is, like, every game going to keep jumping on this trend of just having this mishmash of all this random shit? Because some, some games do it, do it really well, and the IPs they put together make sense. Like, I feel like all, all, I feel like all the IPs and the characters in Smash make sense. Aside from maybe a couple kind of outliers, I think Snake doesn't make sense in, in Smash still, and a couple couple others maybe. Most of it fits, and most of it works. Snake fits. I don't know. To me, to me, that that's that's just me personally. But 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 you know what I mean? Like the in, in Smash, it just it just made sense. But sometimes, like I look at Fortnite and see some of these characters, like Rick from Walking Dead, is on the same map as Goku, and it's like, what? Come on, <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in between on this whole thing. I mean, I also got. I mean, this is pretty much also like a a new like Gen Z type thing. Like it's the marketing for these types of games, which are catering towards like younger kids, which they're like totally loving it. Like obviously, like they love all the yeah. different characters. All dances and all kinds of stupid shit that we don't care about yeah but we just i mean we don't we don't have to take part in it so i'm i'm not gonna be mad at it but sure no, it yeah, is kind yeah, of silly not, to, not to look at on the outside and see like yeah, like yeah. what multiplayer game right now isn't doing crossovers overwatch yeah, it's like everything is well overwatch isn't doing anything because it sucks and they don't know what they're doing <laughs> that's true but like, i miss overwatch man what isn't doing don't worry the sequel's that's, coming that's, soon that's like a popular yeah. multiplayer game like whether i want it want it or not uh, like dead PUBG. by daylight does them all the time PUBG. PUBG's i'm sure PUBG. Still, like uh it does yeah, like see, k-pop like, crossovers and stuff yeah that well, counts because like <laughs> oh yeah like, it does. Fighting, fighting games fighting games like crossovers and fighting games had like have much deeper roots than i think like shooters do I mean, you yeah. had, you know, like Marvel versus Capcom, you know, you had, but that, you know, people coming over in, you know, uh, King of Fighters or you, know, you have someone from rival schools in this game. And like, you know, there's, I feel like Smash was the appropriate way to do it. And to, to Fortnite's credit, at least, you know, the, 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 the mechanics are at least there. If the foundation wasn't set with some of the sure. like battle Royale mechanics or really, you know, starting that, the hype for that craze, then I don't think we'd be where we're at right now. But, you know, I think it's just, you know, Epic trying to outdo itself. You know, you have a big budget now, a giant budget. And even, you know, my nephew was like, oh, I've got this skin. I've got this skin. I've got this skin. I was like, yeah, but it doesn't make you play better. Right. You know, it, it yeah. could potentially with emotes. But, you know, like, um, you know, it just, it just, it does nothing for me at this point. And it's like... You know, they, they're trying to outdo themselves over and over again by adding these new characters and new IP. And at some point, you know, you're going to run out of shit that's cool to put in the game. I just wonder yeah. how far this is going to go. I mean, is it is this going to bleed over into, like, campaigns where, like, uh, I don't know, like, God of War 3 is going to have... <laughs> it's gonna have Nathan Drake show up just because they want to have like crossover in all their shit now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, God, like when can everything? <laughs> yeah. well, they could do kind of like what Ghost of Tsushima did, where like they there's items in Ghost of Tsushima that like reference like other PlayStation games. Yeah, so, that's, like, that was cool. Ways to, like, like, it's Easter not like a eggs. crossover, but yeah, sure, it's, yeah, it's a very obvious reference. Honestly, the yeah, huge miss, really cool. the PlayStation game that I thought should have done the whole crossover thing and kept it a secret, like not not in the press, like, I mean, like in the trailers and stuff, um, 
Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Like, it's a game about opening rifts and like other realms and stuff. And they didn't do like yeah. a Jack and Daxter or Sly Cooper crossover. Like, they were in the game yeah. as like a gun type thing that you shoot and they pop up for a second. But like, they should have had them as characters in the game, like where you actually go into one of their worlds and meet them. Like, that would have been awesome. But that was a missed opportunity. And if, you rem- if you remember, the marketing alluded to them having. Uh, like some kind of like a multiverse with other PlayStation stuff. Do you, do you remember they showed uh, Nathan Drake's Jeep in one of like the, yeah. the ads or something, and it ended up being nothing. Like you could it's, get it it's, like a it's charm a gun. Or you could use. You could put like a charm on your gun or something like that, right? Like some, uh, something. Like uh, all three crossovers, they had the, the Sly Cooper Jack and Nathan Drake's Jeep one, but they were all just from a gun that you shot that like rained down random That's items. What it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like one of the items was Nathan Drake's Jeep, and then the other items were like Jack and Sly and yeah. just a bunch of stupid stuff. The, but the way they did those teasers made it seem like it was going to be so much more. Too. I remember we were both excited. Yeah. We're like, this is really cool. Like, yeah, like we were anticipating and, like know, Aloy from you know Horizon shows up or whatever, you know. Yeah, that would have been really cool. They kept Aloy for Genshin Impact. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, random. More important that game. made sense. All right, see? A- a- another fucking pointless, weird crossover. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, every game has to have a crossover now. Like, every game. Like, I hope Halo Infinite doesn't start doing, like, crazy stuff. Like, I sort of like how everyone just looks like a plain Spartan right now. Like... One day everyone's gonna have like flaming heads. Oh, they already have like something like that, but they're gonna have like crazy stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't even think of one character from anything right now that I could say. Uh, they're gonna have Gumbo or something as like one of the Spartans. Mar- <laughs> Marcus Phoenix, come over. <laughs> At least that would make sense. But like putting something like Blue's Clues or something in there is not gonna make sense. Yeah. I just wish I wish Halo would do more of the like fun stuff, like. You know the the explosion that was like the balloons and it was like yay like that one oh, yeah. that one was like fuck I I I didn't even, I wasn't even mad when somebody killed me with that yeah because I like, always got cheered. to see it afterwards yay! <laughs> yeah. dude but last week um when you guys thought that I was gonna shout out Eric I was like Halo Infinite awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still playing Halo Infinite every single day. Okay, about the haters, man. That game is fun. Fiesta never gets old, and neither does SWAT. Um, and now I got my wife playing Fiesta with me, so we're just having a blast. Um, yeah, I might actually jump in and play Fiesta. You, the way you explained it, it's like I think anyone would like it. Beginner and jump in. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I think I think that's the reason. Even though I loved the the I, I loved the the gameplay, the movement, the feel of Halo Infinite, but I knew playing multiplayer, I just get my ass handed to me. Well, I just never Fiesta. tried. That's why in yeah, Fiesta, yeah. if you spawn with something great, you immediately have the upper hand. So even if you aren't as good as the other person, if you have a way better gun, they're going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it does something important, though. Like it, it, uh, you know, uh, it exposes you to like the other weapons in the game and makes you get good using those other weapons. Because I think, like, you know, especially, you know, that's something that I did in Halo Infinite that I was like, okay, I got to learn how to at least use some of these for kills because there's going to be moments, like, especially in Fiesta, but even in like, you know, Oddball where I pick up somebody else's gun, I'm like, okay, I better get good with the pistol then if I'm going to be able to hold my own here if it comes down to the wire. But that's something I did in even Apex Legends. I was like, okay, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to, you know, first fight we get into is with whatever weapons I pick up. And it's done, you know, 
so it's done so much to increase not only like my game sense because then you start to understand okay this is how this gun fires so if i go up against somebody else that is using this gun i'll at least know how you know to avoid some shots but it also like increases your ability to to pick up something and get kills with it and i think that's a important piece to fiesta at least yeah um, I recommend people check out Fiesta just because I honestly think it's good for uh, newcomers who don't think they're going to be able to, to do good at, at Halo multiplayer. Because because people who are playing right now are probably like the like they're all like good because the game isn't like on fire or anything. Like there's not a ton of people playing it, so the people that are playing it are people who actually love Halo. So they're 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 pretty yeah, like been playing it from the beginning, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, same with like uh, Tetris ninety nine. Like the people that are still playing that are all people who are like really good at the game. So it's it's not how it was at launch, like where you could like easily like get up in the top ten. Like everyone is freaking good. But uh, I'm really hoping that with a uh, Forge mode, Halo Infinite makes a comeback in terms of like the casual audience because it has fallen off. Obviously, we know Steam numbers, but we don't know Xbox numbers. But they're not amazing by any stretch. So. I, I really want the game to come back swinging. I, I love the combat. I love the movement so much. It's my favorite shooter probably since um, Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty. <clears throat> but all right, that's enough talk about Halo. This is a Nintendo podcast, guys. Jeez. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're playing. That's the section we're on. All right. It's going to be easy. Uh, let's start with Brett. Oh, man. I don't think I ever start. I feel so lucky tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am playing a special little game that uh, is fairly well known to this podcast called Yakuza, like a dragon. Dang, John! Um, yeah, I <laughs> I, I finally let John he he poisoned my well long enough that I finally <laughs> was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna... so so. What happened was I was um. You know, there, there's no like new big games out right now, and and uh, I was playing a couple of smaller backlog games like uh, Abzu and Bound, couple couple indie games, and I liked them both fine. But after I finished Bound, I was kind of just sitting there. It was my night off. I didn't work the next day, and I was like, I don't even know what to play. And PlayStation just dropped it as like their game that's free for the month. So she's sitting there staring me in the face, and I'm like, Oh fuck it! I'm just, this is totally not my kind of game, and I know it's not. But I hear so many good things about it. I'm going to try it. So, screwed on. And I shit you not, like, no exaggeration. Like, 10, 15 minutes in, and I'm like, okay. I, I understand. Like, I, I get the appeal already. And, like, even though it's really goofy and over the top and, like, some of the crazy shit that you'll see in the game, like, uh fight a guy that's basically like a garbage bag a blown up garbage bag with arms and legs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then a guy will just randomly come out in front of you on the street and have a trench coat on and then flash you and you fight him after <laughs> like it's just the dumbest shit ever but it's like the the overarching story like the core story is so fucking good dude like like mm -hmm. it just instantly you're you're in and in yeah, some of the like the lines and and acting can be kind of corny, but I think that adds to its charm. It's uh, I stuck man, with the I, Japanese it, voice acting. Yeah, I've gone back and forth Japanese, and I've done the the English uh, voiceover, and um, I haven't decided which one I'm going to play all the way through. But uh, yeah, I'm liking it a lot. It's really good. Awesome. That's what I like awesome. to hear. <clears throat> Mary, what have you been playing? So. 
Finally got your play game, it. finally. <laughs> yes, it's here. Oh, yeah. Cult of the yeah. Lamb. Oh, yeah. Of the Lamb. So I've been playing that. Um, it's good. It's adorable. I'm obsessed. I love it. Like, <laughs> the combat isn't... I want to phrase it. One of my friends called it basic, and I think that's too mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's not on the level that Hades is, if that makes sense. Because Hades is just, like... It's perfection, in my opinion. So it's a little lighter um, than like Hades is, but the base building and the community management, I can already feel myself going into like Animal Crossing mode, where it's like, okay, I have to make sure like everything's nice and organized. Like, this is where this is gonna go. I'm gonna have these followers like do this. Like, I'm getting very like almost like OCD ish, like with like how I want things to be. Um, but I streamed it. And the Twitch integration is hilarious because yeah, I've heard it was really cool. Yeah, like people just like link their account with the extension, and then you recruit a new follower, and you basically open up a raffle, and everyone who wants to can enter the raffle, and it picks someone randomly, and it's like, congrats, this viewer like won the raffle, and they get to actually make their character like how they want it to look in the game, and then like their little name is floating above it the whole time. Well, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> so now I get to yell at my chat in my game. <laughs> two of them now have tried to spread lies about me. <laughs> like in the game, like their little characters just are like, you're a false prophet. I'm like, no, you're going to prison. <laughs> I reconverted I'll show them. you what I, I do to someone. I haven't sacrificed anyone yet. Um, yet. But it's yeah, yeah, that's an option. <laughs> does, it, does it get kind of dark? Is is it obviously like cute dark? But does it get yeah, like, yeah, yeah? It gets kind of dark. Like, um, I just got like an option. Like, you know, like you can have like different types of like rituals, and one of the options was murder. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. And the other one was like more of like fun. a ritualistic sacrifice sort of thing, where it would like make people happy. Versus the murder where people would be like alarmed if they just saw you walk up to a follower <laughs> and like like I mean, stab them or something. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And then one of the um, like at one point you're kind of told like your followers are like your tools, like like you you should use them. Like it, it kind of encourages you to like embrace the dark side, um, which is what I named. Yeah. <laughs> my cult i named my cult the dark side because my <laughs> twitch name is mary wants a cookie and the meme has come to the dark side <laughs> so that's great that's awesome that's what i've been playing i'm gonna sink a lot more time into it i, I can already tell well, I, I, <laughs> yeah I had, a, I had a question for you on it because this yeah. is another game that is not my typical kind of game but i think it looks so good um but my main issue is i do not like roguelite games, but I heard the roguelite aspect of it is very light compared to like some hardcore ones like Hades and Returnal and stuff. Yeah, so the runs have been pretty short so far um, and they feel like really satisfying and you're not as like torn up about like, you know, like, oh, I have to do another run. I have to do another run. Um, and for one, one of my friends said, it sounds like there is an actual ending and it may not be a super long game. So one of my friends is like, yeah, I think I'm actually getting heard. close to like the yeah, end. 
Yeah, our I've escapist like reviewer said hours. that like once you beat it, yeah, like that's that's kind of it. But like while it lasts, it's so good that you don't you don't feel like you've been cheated in any way. Yeah, but that's honestly good to hear. The fact that it's on the shorter side, I feel like I might like it more. We're yeah. always in agreement. That... We're always excited when a game ends. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. only 20 <laughs> hours? Like... Um, yeah, well, especially if it's, like, it's short, but it's satisfying. You're like, that was just a nice, right. good, like, I don't feel, like you said, like, I don't feel cheated by it. I don't feel like I wasted time. I don't feel like I should have put more time. It's just a nice, solid little package. Does it so. does it open it up for DLC in the future, then? If it, do you feel like... If it's that, I think there's short. going to be an in the menu. There is like the main menu. There is like a little thing that's like I. I think they're planning stuff for in the future. Um, and there's different difficulty settings as well. Mm. So like right. if you choose one setting, you're like, mm. oh, I think I could like step step it up a little bit for like another playthrough. You can like bump the difficulty up. Um, nice. Stuff, so yeah. cool. How's is, it look? Isn't it thirty dollars? Pretty. How much is it? I think it's twenty five. Thirty dollars. Right? I think it was like oh, twenty five thirty ish. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Greg. What was your question? Well, I said uh, graphically, it looks like a pretty game, but I wanted to know like what it what it looks like in action. Like, have you noticed anything, or is it just like it, exactly as they portrayed it to be? Yeah, it's exactly like I'm play. I play on ultra settings, and like it's just crisp, clean, beautiful. I haven't yeah, noticed any gorgeous. hiccups. Um. I heard the Switch version. I think one of the other console versions has some hiccups on launch day, but I think they've managed to patch it up pretty quickly. Mm. Cool. And uh, also, Mary has a review impressions going up probably in the next few days. We'll probably post yeah. that on TikTok. So if, if you want to see a TikTok version of her thoughts summed up, definitely uh, check it out. And next up, we have Greg Bargus. What are you playing? What do you think I'm playing? Apex Elf. Legends, but you also played a <laughs> little bit of Halo like a me. dragon. <laughs> you did play yeah, some Halo yeah. with me. I did. I played some Halo with Brett, and like it only. I I was surprised actually because I played it quite a bit when it launched, and um, you know I had a bunch of friends playing it, and the the muscle memory was like it took us a couple matches, but I was like, oh yeah. Like, it just started to flow again, and I'm like, okay, I've, I've definitely got to jump back into Halo. Um, but yeah, it, as Brett was saying, like, I had the most, like, basic default skin, and I'm just like, is there <laughs> anything else that... There's, like, nothing else that, that... That's the hard part, you know, at least Apex Legends, um, you know, it's free to play, but I've, I've... I have purchased some skins and, like, the Battle Pass and have unlocked some new stuff, just because... Like there's there's gun skins and charms and stuff that that are like well designed, but Halo just nothing so far has been like oh shit I want that that looks dope like I have to have that. So yeah, I'm definitely. kind of waiting for that moment for me to get back into it like full fledged, and it's really hard you know to ban to balance you know multiple games as a service games you know I play Rocket League consistently. I'm trying to I'm still on the fringe of of Diamond and C1. Um, so I'm moving up there, um, you know, Apex Legends, you know, I, I hold my own in a, in a lot of matches. I've, you know, gotten very good at, at sniping and then, but to, to balance that with yet another game like Halo or Fortnite, it's, it's hard. So, um, but I could see myself dedicating some more time to playing it. Um, and yeah, I, I have been playing Apex Legends, uh, new season rolled out. We got a new legend as well. 
uh, Vantage, who has a, a small bat that can she can toss into the air, and it flies to like a you can jump and bounce to a new area. Um, they've changed you know how the weapons spawn. So some are on the ground now. Some they took away last season. Some are back in the game. And I noticed like randomly some of my uh, some people on my friends list who I never thought would play Halo or um, Apex Legends are jumping into it. So I'm really glad to see that that it's you know not just like the same people that. You know, I played with on my friends list. There's there's new people jumping in, and and the seasons go on, and and you know it's it's still you know getting better. They're perfecting the formula. Um, you know, there's surprisingly a lot of buffs to to characters. Um, you know, they nerfed a lot of stuff. They changed um, how you know different items interact with each other. Um, there used to be this like when you get knocked down, there used to be like levels of the shield you can get. And then the top tier shield you can get when you were knocked down, um, would allow you to self res. And they even took that away. So, you know, they're, they're doing different things to balance the game, but this, this season is definitely, uh, one of my favorites, but one game I did play, um, that I meant to, to bring up earlier during the talk of like PlayStation nostalgia, even though it did get a, got a remaster, I think was a uh, medieval, and that was mm, like yeah. one of my favorite yeah. games, and God, is it ugly now! <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the original, it, in, oh, in, horrible. Yeah, in, in my head, like I had this vision in my head of of how it looked the original. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this part. And then I played it, and I was like, wow, this is pretty damn ugly. But it's still, you know, the the quirkiness, the the you know, little comedy nods, you know, how how they interact with, um, you know, other other characters in the story um you know just the story in general and the the cutscenes you know i remember thinking back in the day you know oh i can't wait for games to actually look like this and and it's just really <laughs> crazy to to see the progress of of how games have changed over time and like you know how you know generally there's you know it's more in in engine cutscenes than than you know actual like video cutscenes or cinematic cutscenes so I don't know. I, I it's always held like a soft spot in my heart, and and you know it's pretty challenging in its own right. But um, yeah, I played a little bit of that and and the huge, but that's about it. Nice. I wonder if uh, if when uh, Warzone Two comes out, if that's gonna cut into uh, some of Apex Legends uh, player player base or not? Because I feel like some of the people that have been playing that for so long are like almost kind of waiting for something new or do you think I'm wrong? Like, are they keeping it like, are they, are they updating it enough to where it f doesn't feel so stagnant? Cause like Warzone, for example, I played that a little when it first came out, but it quickly got old and Apex. Yeah. I played way I, longer than Warzone even. Yeah. I played a lot of Warzone, like a lot, a lot. And I think the reason it drove me to play more Apex is because I think mechanically it's more sound. Like it, I feel like it's, it's a much more like they they respawn like really fleshed out the mechanics of the game and like yeah they've they've evolved over time and they've they've added things but in comparison when when I play Warzone it just feels so clunky it feels so old already yeah. and it's not even that old Stated, yeah 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 and I think uh, Apex just started its I think this season's four season fourteen. But they've added like new game modes. They've added, I mean, the roster, the original roster, I think it was like six legends, and I think now it's like, fuck, I don't know, like fifteen or twenty, and like each one of them is like, you know, a recon character or an assault character, 
um, or can, you know, pick you up if you're knocked or can heal you. Um, they brought in shields that evolve by like, so the more damage you, like you start out with a regular gray shield and like the more damage you do, I think the first level is you have to do like 300 damage and then your shield goes to blue and then, or no, I think the first one's 150 and then the second one is blue and you do 300 damage and then it goes to purple and then it goes to red. And like that was an added, you know, but I don't know, five, six seasons ago, but I think they that that's you know a lot of the ways that the game stays fresh is like you know each legend has a ultimate ability um, you know each one in their own right can take down any other legend and a lot of them are very balanced in that sense but a lot of the even the streamers you know that I saw previously that when I first got into Apex Legends that were playing it because it was something different than Warzone are still playing it. And, you know, I've, there's, there's such a mix of people that, that play it and that have gotten good at it over time and as it's evolved. And I don't know, I just like, I can't set it down because I feel like I'm, I'm missing out on something. And I genuinely, you know, even if I have a shitty match, I'm still having fun. So. Nice. Sure. All right. Lastly, we had John Frischer. What are you playing? I, uh, I went oh, wait, back. I forgot. I'm at you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you will also discuss this, yes. <laughs> I went back to uh, Langrister 2, finally, on the Switch, which is a strategy RPG that was released with Langrister 1. So, so it's, Weren't uh, you playing that right before uh, Xenoblade 3? You, you said you got stuck yeah. on it for like a night before it, uh, while you were waiting for Xenoblade. Is that that game you were talking about? Yep, okay. yep, that's it, yes. <laughs> so I've gone back to that, and it's... Uh, it's I don't know. It's it plays a lot like the one I just played, and I mean that in a good way. I think this one's a little, <laughs> maybe slightly harder. Like it it throws like more unpredictable challenges at you, but it's still pretty easy so far. But like, it has a lot of branching paths too. So I'm just having a lot of fun with it. It's just like I can play it, and I there's like a guarantee that fun will be had, and that's nice. Since since originally it was like a Sega Genesis game, I think I think it was exclusive to Japan at the time. I could be wrong, but like. Since it was a Genesis game, like you just know, like there's not going to be any padding, there's not going to be any BS. You just play the video game that you want to play, and that's great. I like that. What kind and, of game uh, is it? I don't, I don't know anything. It's about It's a strategy games. RPG. Strategy, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, grid based. Like, no, yeah. Honestly, until until a few months ago, I didn't really know much about them either. Like, it's a franchise that's been around a long, long time. It uh, it kind of got phased out in favor of the similar sounding Growlanzer, which I've also never played, but. Yeah, it's out there, and I would, at the very least, I'd recommend the ones I've played, which is the the duology on uh, Switch, and I think it's on PS4 and PC as well. I'm not 100% positive, but they're really fun. And uh, on Switch Online, I've I've uh, given Earthbound Beginnings another chance, which Ooh. is uh, the it plays Literally. a lot like Earthbound. Yeah. yeah, it plays a lot like Earthbound, just a lot worse because it was an NES game. <laughs> so like as uh, as Ben mentioned in in the NE chat, like it's it's like really user unfriendly at least compared to the like Earthbound that we know on Super Nintendo. Like the encounter rate is like so random. Sometimes you can like go a mile no problem. Other times you'll get into like five back-to-back fights, and it's like, what are you doing, video game? And it's like, it's kind of slow, but like, 
the music is killer, though. So, like, you know, there's silver linings. I am enjoying it. And I do appreciate the mindlessness of the old-school RPGs where, like, every fight you're getting a little experience and leveling up is a big deal. If you level up enough, you can achieve anything. And... I don't know. There's just, there's something pure about that to me. Like, there, you're definitely not wasting your time. Every time you do a fight, you're a little bit better off than you were before. And like, I don't know. I like that. So, Earthbound Beginnings is not a game I would recommend to anybody. But if you already, <laughs> well, okay, that came out wrong. Team of salesman here. <laughs> it's like Any... this game fucking sucks, but uh, I'm gonna keep playing it. <laughs> well, okay, I okay, I understand how that was misinterpreted. <laughs> not recommend to anybody in the sense of. Anybody meaning everybody, I should say. Gotcha, like gotcha. so, like yeah. it's people that really love RPGs. I would say give it a shot because you'll you'll appreciate the bones of the thing. But like, if you're someone who has a life, I'd say just just play regular Earthbound. Uh, yeah. <laughs> leave leave beginnings to people like me. But uh, yeah, good time, good time. Earthbound awesome. is a game I've always wanted to play that I I know I should have. That's like one of those. You should play it at one point in your life that I've, I always keep saying I'm going to, but never have. <laughs> yeah, regular Earthbound on Super Nintendo is so quirky and so different that even if you don't play RPGs much, I would at least say give it a try. Because, like, yes. it has so yeah. much personality. Like, the soundtrack's awesome. The graphics for the style they're going for are awesome. The dialogue is hilarious. Like, by mid-90s video game standards like the localization is like on like an, in another stratosphere the translation yeah. on this game is so so good and that was not normal back then <laughs> most games yeah. had like decent translations at best but this translation is spectacular so like i, I think everyone should at least try that one yeah i always wanted to play it one day i'll get to it for sure but uh now also, brett i will remind you we have a comment still I know. I was gonna say. Okay. I was, okay. I was saying now. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say what I'm playing, and then we're gonna do our write-in, and then we're gonna head out of here. All right. So, sounds uh, good. Throughout the week, I beat two games. I talked about one last week that was totally random, which was Mass Effect Infiltrator for iOS, yeah. but only on the old <laughs> iOS. It does not work plastic. on the new. Yeah. It does not work on any uh, modern Apple products, but I think you can still play it on Android. But on, but you can't buy it, so that's the downside. <laughs> Everyone listening um, right now is going to Google and looking up what the fuck is this game? <laughs> I had no idea what yeah, that, this was, that like, was when you yeah. first told me. It honestly was really good. Like it was just a totally linear action adventure game, not much story to it, which is you know, that might turn you off if you're a Mass Effect fan, but just playing like a linear uh Mass Effect game was actually pretty interesting and it was just cool being in that world again, but in like a totally different way. Um so yeah, I actually thought it was really good. The uh, touch mechanics you start to get like a groove where it's like you're aiming and then you press shoot, but then but then while your guy is shooting, you don't actually have to aim like the whole time. So then you you like drag down like a special ability and press it, and then right after he's done shooting, he'll do the special ability. So you can like start timing everything out. And uh, so and yeah, I just thought it was really good. I, I actually uh, didn't even have to upgrade my character that much to beat the last boss because um, I heard that that was gonna be a problem because I was like looking at forms and stuff. Um, I didn't have to like go go uh, replay any levels. I just way over upgraded my shotgun so that my shotgun was so powerful that all I had to do was just try not to get hit in the last boss, and then I could beat him by just blasting his face off. 
Um, so yeah, Mass Effect Infiltrator, totally random, but I recommend it if you have like an old tablet or something. That's oh wait, you can't buy it. Damn it, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, you can't. Um, okay, so you, never mind. You can never play this game. I'm sorry. Uh, it's gone forever. <laughs> Sell your tablet you... for like five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, if you have like an, I'm pretty sure they have like Android emulators that you can easily download this game if you ever wanted to do that. I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't even know how you would though with like mouse and keyboard. So never mind. I don't even know. You can't play it, guys. Anyway, <laughs> it's over. And then other than that, uh, I beat As Dusk Falls. This was the first game that I've ever in my life played entirely through cloud gaming. I never downloaded this game. I played the entire thing on my phone with touch controls, and thankfully, because it has like mouse and keyboard support. It actually works like a touch, like a phone game, and not like like there's not a a fake controller on screen where you have to press all the buttons and move the joysticks and stuff. It's just a easy. It's called As Dusk Falls, Eric. He just asked in the chat. Um, but yeah, it was the the first half was really good, and then like it was super intense, like the last scene of chapter three, and uh, the edit was super good. Like I loved like the music and everything was super intense and then unfortunately like the second half of the game sort of falls off in terms of the story it's more like all fallout of the stuff that happened it it almost seemed like a very long like ending chapter that was three chapters long like you're seeing what happened after everything um but i really loved it like well i wouldn't say i loved it i really liked it um it just was a little uh, anticlimactic at the very end of those like final chapters. Like I honestly, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. So then it's like, like when I beat it, like when I beat that chapter, I didn't even realize I beat the game because they all play credits at the end, like of each chapter. So I was like, okay, and I'm gonna play the next chapter. And then I was like, oh wait, I I beat the game. It's over. What? It ends like that. So uh, I was sad that, it, that that's how it ended. But then afterwards, I did look up some theories and whatnot, and. It honestly made the ending better, like seeing, uh, reading other people's thoughts about like all this stuff. Kind of like how like Better Call Saul, it, it gets even better after you read everyone's thoughts and see all the little connections they made with the, with, with the past and stuff. Um, so yeah, it was actually really good. Do, do you ever get used to that uh, art style? I no. that's like my only turn Terrible. off. Like it looks <laughs> like it, like the the idea and the premise of the game and what it is uh, sounds really cool, but like such a weird art style. It's like a mix. I mean. Of, like you, realistic but like stupid looking you get, there's a name for it though. you get used to Garbage. it but, but you never like it that's the thing okay. so you get used to it but you never actually think it looks good there are a few action scenes where like it's not just that art style like if you're driving through a forest it's actual 3d rendered like trees and stuff and it looks better than the the painted look on all the like mo most of the promotional material um, they probably want to save that for the actual game, like the the uh, more pretty sections, I guess. But uh, <clears throat> you don't get like I never liked it. A lot of the time, I was like making dinner and stuff and just listening to the game. And um, thankfully, they have like uh, settings, so I extended the QTEs to just where I can never fail them. So if I'm like listening and I'm in the middle of like making chicken or something, and I'm like like my hands are dirty, I'm like listening to the game, and then it's like, watch out. And then it's just like frozen right there, and then I'm like, oh, I guess I'll get to that in a minute. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they do time out sooner or later. But it's a really long uh, uh, QT. You have like a full minute <laughs> to like swipe or something, whatever Jesus. it is. Um, that car so yeah, is coming like... at you really slowly. <laughs> exactly. It's like Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I did like that. That they had like 
the settings so that you can change it and play how you want to. Because um, I, I didn't, I, the art style, I, I don't like it really, but I still felt like the acting was decent and I was able to listen and look over and watch whenever I needed. But it almost like when you're playing it and you're only listening, it, it sounds like how an audio, like, not, not an audiobook, but like they have like these podcasts, like not podcasts, but on podcast services, like stories that you can listen to. And that's what it sounded like. But anyway, aside from those two, I'm still continuing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And uh, I was an idiot and played like three JRPGs right before this came out. So I sort of burned myself out like right wow. before it dropped. So it's hard for me to get into the mood to play it. But every time I play it, I'm like, man, this is good. Like it really is like so good. Um, and I'm just I'm just taking my time with it because my my uh, my mood will swing back around where it's like all I want to do is play JRPGs again. Um but I'm in chapter three still. This is way longer than the other two chapters. Like I'm hours deep into this, and I don't. Even, I don't even think the chapter's ending anytime soon. I'm currently just going colony to colony and uh, getting different heroes or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super good. Like the the story is very good. Like as I'm playing it and, and it, like and like watching the cutscenes, and once again the music is just so good with the actual cinematics. Like that music just goes so good. It's like I'm watching a movie. Um, I feel like I'm experiencing like peak fiction like this is this is incredible storytelling in a video game and um, there are still so many questions that i have but i'm sure a lot of them will be answered and i i won't spoil it because I, I have a lot of questions and obviously john knows the answers to them but oh, even ants like even saying i don't know the answers to this will be like a spoiler so i don't want to say it but i'm really enjoying are that you over the are you over the disappearing grass yeah yeah it hasn't been as noticeable i don't know if did this game get any update no I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I, haven't, I haven't noticed it as much. I guess because I've been having the camera back further. Because like I said, it only does it when you zoom the camera up like closer behind the back, like really close, like RE4 style, like that close. Um, and then the grass will just be disappearing like three feet in front of you instead of behind you where you can't see it anymore. Um, but when you have the camera zoomed out, it doesn't do that. So I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm over the disappearing grass. But... uh. Yeah, it's really good. I, I'm still like super enjoying it. I'm gonna try and beat it like in the next few months. Like I'm not rushing through it. I'm just playing it whenever I have it, like the moment, like when I'm actually in the mood to play a game like that. And I'm still gonna beat like smaller games in between, but I'm definitely not starting any more JRPGs until this one is done. Cause I mean, it's really good. It's just funny because I played some of um, I always forget the name of it. That JRPG that I started right before this one. Um, Mana? No. Tales. Tales. Tales of Arise. Um, and it's just crazy, like how much better Xenoblade Chronicles Three does everything compared to that game. Like the characters are actually interesting, the story is interesting, the world is way more interesting. Not that um, Tales of Arise is terrible, but it's just crazy how much better Xenoblade is in comparison. So yeah, I'm liking that a lot. And then let's go over our uh, someone wrote in to us, which you can as well if you want to. If you head over to the YouTube video version and you leave a comment, we will talk about it on next week's show. Uh, John, can you read that aloud? Because it's about me, and he's not very happy. <laughs> Got some Brett Haterade today. So, uh, I guess this is Basque, I guess? B-A-S-Q-U-E, Basque 999. He's got a big in here, so stick with me. <clears throat> Jesus. <clears throat> okay. He says, Brett's opinion on the new Pokemon is baffling to me. Start, uh, stating the new gimmick is uninspired, the legendary's use is lazy, and the graphics are ugly, and yet finishes it all 
off by saying it still looks good and will pick it up. Wait, what? I really don't understand that mentality. If you have legit criticisms toward the game and want Game Freak to change its approach, don't buy it. Otherwise, what incentive does Game Freak have to better the games? Before people say it's because it's a kid's game and they don't care about those issues, it's been shown in recent years that more adults play these games than kids. Granted, kids do make a large demographic of players, but the adults and fanboys who are well aware of these issues and actively call out Game Freak on it, who then go out and buy both versions, need to either put their money where their mouth is or stop complaining about the games just for the sake of complaining. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I um, have always been fully, fully aware and letting everyone know that, yes, I'm an idiot. Of course I'm going to buy it. I'm I'm gonna talk shit on it, and I'm gonna buy it. Like, I, I I do that with with so many franchises that I complain about, but I don't think that it's that big a deal that that I'm still gonna buy. It. Like that I have criticisms about something, and then I still buy it. That's like almost every game. Like I think the God of War uh, Ragnarok trailers have been bad. I, I don't think, think they're bad. showcasing the game in a way that's like exciting. They look boring. They look so typical Sony. But I'm still excited for the game. I'm still going to buy it. I'm, st I'm still going to play it and experience it for myself instead of just keep talking shit on it and never play it. Like, Pokemon, it's like my main complaints have always been that the games are just so ugly. And even with the new uh, gimmicks that they have, I, that's not really why I'm playing Pokemon no matter what. They could be there. They could not be there. I enjoy what the games are, which have been actually being a bit different lately, which is cool with like, now you'll be able to go in any order. Like, that stuff's exciting to me. That's cool, but I'm st I still have so many complaints about the graphics and about this just like random gimmicks and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I've always been open about like we I make TikToks all the time on Destructoid and always at the end, I always say, but we're going to buy it because we're freaking idiots or something like that. <laughs> and um, it's because well, we are going to buy it. We're weak. We are weak humans. <laughs> I'm going to complain you know, about it. And I'm going to buy it. At least I'm openly admitting that like like I'm an idiot. <laughs> There's no, and it's okay. Good cause. It's part of being a fan, though, too. You know, like you're, we're allowed to love something and also expect more out of that, like the next iteration of yeah. it, or or Definitely. criticize something about it. But that doesn't mean we just have to say, hmm, "I'm not going to buy it now because they didn't do this in the game." It, it, it reminds me kind of like of uh, uh, like The Last of Us uh, remake that's coming out. Like I was excited about that, and then we found out that they didn't have the upgraded uh, gameplay from The Last of Us 2. And like a lot of people got really pissed off about that. And I was disappointed, but I still happily handed my $70 over because I love that. And I know I'm going to still enjoy it, but I'm still allowed to criticize it and say that's stupid that they didn't do this. That doesn't mean I, 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 I can't buy that thing now. Or like the I Madden, mean, like the annual Madden releases, like they don't do enough to change it every year, but I still fucking give them my seventy dollars every single year that it comes around, you know. So I mean, that, but that's the thing. Like, I'm not saying that I forgot his name. I'm not saying that he's wrong. Like, I I, I agree with you. It is hypocritical. Sure. We are stupid, but that's how life is. Like, that's right. what we do, and we're weak. That's that's, that's the end of the day. Like, <laughs> we're just we're that's, weak. That's silly to say though, man. Like to be like, well, put your money where your mouth is. What? What difference is one person not buying Pokemon going to make? In, in well, I, th I think they're wanting the grand to make what a stand. What difference does not That's voting make, Greg? It's only one vote. One <laughs> vote will make a difference. We're talking about money here, guys. But at the I same mean, time, it's like, you John know. John bringing it back to Trump. <laughs> I did not yeah, say yeah. him Let's once. I mentioned Biden. You're the one who brought up Trump. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
That's like saying uh. Voldemort. <laughs> but at the same time, that you know, those same people will come back and be like, "Well, how can you critic?" criticize a game that you've never even played huh how can you say blah, blah, blah? and it's like god nobody nobody wins yeah um but yeah at the at the at the end of the day i'm not worried about his purchases and i don't think he should really care about mine who to be honest. Um, no what <laughs> i forgot his name the guy who wrote in but but honestly though thanks for writing that actually means a lot yeah no and no we're, seriously we're not I, I we're not talking shit on you or anything oh, definitely not coming at you the i love right. the fact that you I love the fact that you wrote in. That was awesome. Yeah, he, we need, we need more of this. He gave he, a measured he, uh, analysis of why Brett sucks. Exactly, right. but I, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate the long write-in as well. Like he actually yeah. took the time to, you know, and yeah, it's it focused. It's, it's okay to call us out whenever we say something stupid, because um, we definitely do on this podcast. But uh, and I'm sure I've definitely been hypocritical of plenty of things. But I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, I, I honestly. Believe it or not, I've been considering not picking up Pokemon whenever it comes out, but I know that uh, I'm gonna end up wanting it once everyone's playing it, and then I get to I, I, feel, I see like all the cookies. Problems. It's that yeah. FOMO, man. The fear <laughs> exactly. of missing out. You're like, fuck! I didn't pre-order it. Mm, now I wish I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did not buy uh, the last like remake that they did. Um, I got it as like a review code, but I didn't actually pay for it because I, I mean I wasn't gonna buy it no matter what. But I got the code, but still, it just it, it looked crappy. You know, it just looks like a crappy uh, remake of those games. But yeah, once again, thanks for writing in, and this has been a fun show. Please continue to write in if you want to. We can always yeah, talk about it. Please do more of that. I I think we we can have some fun conversations off of like write-ins. So yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of fun. And uh, don't be afraid to uh, talk crap on us, because when I read it, I was literally like smiling, like, oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> be nice to me, otherwise I'll cry. Yeah, be nice yeah. to Mary. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. And feel but, free uh, to compliment me. And, and, and compliment his looks, please. <laughs> yes. Alright, this has Why been wouldn't? a long show, pretty much, so I'm just going to close it out. Everyone knows where to find you all at the depths of hell. So we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Goodbye.